0: Listening to The Hired Swords, a DD podcast with a very strict release schedule.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another wonderful episode of The Hired Swords. Blaze is here, he's Sovereign Embaroque
0: hey guys it's me blaze i'm glad to join you it's been a great time and uh let's keep it rolling
1: rolling indeed uh next to next to him on my videos chat screen window list here is Derek. he's Davin my strider and i love corn it's got, got the, the juice it's got the juice <laughs> Jeez. it's corn dated. This podcast now <laughs> we just oh dated the episode God. yep, yep. Uh, and uh ash's Gwendolyn. Also Mind Strider after last episode's wedding. Just kidding. That's not a thing.
2: Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Something happened that I did not know about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No consent from the character. Wow. That was a joke. That was a joke.
2: (laughs) I imagine people joining in now would have been like, the hell?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Joxer is played by Mikey, who sometimes I call Joxer and then have to remember that that's his character's name.
3: (laughs) Yeah. it's true it's true we uh we actually probably say uh each other's characters names more often than we should i think that's true true. yeah i think that's (laughs) legit a real
1: thing hi everyone (laughs) i think that's a real thing so when we last left off uh we were um playing a little game that we like to call dungeons and dragons oh by the way my name is michael and i'm a dungeon master i don't think i said that at the beginning but if i did now you definitely know that's who i am but uh we're we're playing at Dungeons and Dragons. We were in a place called the Untouched Lands. This place is dark and moody, and kind of gloomy, and not not wonderful. It's Ash with pants on. It- <laughs>
2: yes, Sorry.
1: she does look <laughs> <terrible> <laughs> kind saw. of moody right now. And uh, <laughs> we we uh, uh, we had fought a, a group of spiders after just we've been adventuring in this place for several days already. Come across some ghosts we didn't know were ghosts. Come across some monsters and creatures we've never seen the likes of before, including the most recent During at this Spice Village. After searching thoroughly, finding a lot of different things, we go to the fields, and there we find some giant spiders burrowed down into the ground with these giant, piercing, spear-like legs, poison that will just seems like it could damage you severely, but it didn't. No problem. These guys handled it handedly, as they do. And now they sit... Around a, a little makeshift low campfire with Carmen Stone nearby, the them all sitting, Joxer heading down into the brew hole to perhaps brew some brews. Kriggs sitting, checking out the spices that that we they have they have found in this village to see what might taste like what, what kind of different flavors he can find. Gwendolyn looking through her book and writing in her sketchbook and and uh, drawing and and Davin sitting contemplating holding one of his necklaces in his hands, murmuring something. And as that's where we left the episode, as the evening has set, it is well into the night now, still no sounds, complete stillness surrounded by darkness, a very light fire, almost like it's the, the light from it is almost like headlights in fog. It's, it's like, it's like faded. and, Surrounded by these old dilapidated grass and wooden and stone huts and buildings in this abandoned elf village. What are you guys going to do now?
0: I
3: had almost forgot about the word dilapidated. Almost. I said it a lot the last one, <laughs> I believe. And so
1: it's it's I had to bring it out again just to tie it back into the previous episode. It's very that's important. true. That's true. Maybe that's um, the name of that episode. I don't know. <laughs> I think, uh, I think I will, yeah,
3: I'll, I'll jump into the, the brew hole and kind of, you know, hang out with spell slots for a bit and, and see, see if I can get any brews out or just, just kind of, just kind of test around.
1: Okay, great. Are you going to roll for all the brew? Yeah. Activities? Yep, Do yep. it. If you don't know. We have, I think we had that, that information for rolling for that on our, uh, website, don't we? If we don't, we should. I think I posted it. We posted it, but maybe we didn't. Anyway, that's thehiredswords.com. We'll see. Maybe. If not, we'll get it up there. No problem. Yep, yep. Nothing uh, Nothing too crazy. Yeah
3: I'll, uh, yeah, I'll make that roll, and uh, we'll we'll run from there. Sounds good. All right, what about
1: you, the rest of you? What are you guys up to?
2: Um, Gwendolyn's probably made enough circles on her little, like the, one of the last sheets of the journal that she's kind of tired out and just kind of sits there with a burnt stick just in her hand and kind of drifting into his sleep.
4: Okay. I think Davin would just roll over and go to bed. I think he's pretty tired at this point.
0: I think you would see Kriggs if you came up on him at this point. uh, Laying back kind of starfish style. Uh, There's a a scattering of peppercorns about the area and a notebook. The notebook that he got from uh, I believe it was one of the fallen half-elves. I think it was half-elves on the way to the... Right when we left Wild Hill that we ran into, the dead the dead half-elves, um, the, the nature kit. I kind of have the notebook, and I was writing some different things about the peppercorns, and just kind of fell asleep while I was sitting there and making notations and stuff, and I'm sprawled out.
1: Okay. Davin? Davin is just sleeping. Great, peacefully. So we have Davin asleep. Kriggs finally settles into some snoozing. Carmen leans himself back on the front of one of the buildings. He's not right there with you. He's a little ways off. Not a ways off, but he's. You guys are kind of almost huddled together, except for Davin having kind of shifted himself away. But he's not really that close. He's just kind of still. Seems like he's his own kind of roguish self over on the side, leaning up against a wall, head down, dagger in hand. And Gwendolyn, as you sleep, you are awakened, it seems, by a bright light shining on your face. This bright sunshine, it seems, like a beacon, like a spotlight right on you. And as you look up from your where you are laying to sleep, make a perception check. Oh, uh,
2: oh, that's not good. Um, three. I rolled a five, and I have minus two.
1: The light is so bright that it's blinding you. It's 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 almost like you know you're you're already seeing spots as if you're looking away from the light, and so you have to wince and close your eyes. And you hear, in the back of your mind, you hear this familiar voice say, that's it, that's him. Of course it's him. Of course this is what's going on. It is, he's here. He's nearby. You're close. He He's he, he guiding us. I know he is. And you hear that voice, that familiar sound of the voice that Dale was using to guide you through the town in your previous dreams and the voice that he's spoken to you in recently and as you look back up the light begins to fade and just as it fades you blink the spots away and you see standing in front of you a giant i'm not talking giant like a large man i'm talking like seven eight foot tall larger than anybody you've ever seen an elf but he's huge his his shoulders are broad they are as broad as you are tall almost his legs stand long and he's huge. He's wearing a earth to earthy brown robe with a green sash around him. He has uh, short blonde hair with his elven ears that rise higher than any elf you've ever seen. His eyes are kind looking and golden He's got a sword on his back. The handle of the sword looks to be the length of your arm, just the handle alone. And he lifts his hands, both hands down toward you. And then he turns and he points. And as he points, you look beyond what he's pointing at. Make another perception check.
2: I think when she sees this, she's like, Santa?
1: She has (laughs) an idea. Perception
2: check? Yeah. Yeah. That would make it... 9 plus 19. 29. Is that oh, right? 12.
1: Jeez. 28. 28. You have a plus 9 to perception? Yeah. What did you have a minus 2 to?
2: You said persuasion.
1: No, I meant perception. I said perception. I, I thought you said
2: persuasion.
1: What did I say earlier? I, I heard perception. Persuasion. Persuasion. I thought I said perception. You're oh. persuading your eyes to open up. But... Okay, but, it um, doesn't
2: matter. I, I like how we're going, so we can okay. erase it. Okay. Well,
1: and I, and really, this is you. This was your second chance to see the same thing, anyway. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just in a different way, you know. Um, <laughs> things changed, but not that much. And as it point, as he points, you look beyond their hand, and you see this circle, this orb, flying towards this hand of this giant elf, and he it, it, he catches it. And he holds it in front of your face, and as he does, you look inside of it, and as you look inside, you see green flashes, black, white. You see flashes of all different colors, and you see things you've seen before. When when somebody casts spells, you see the, the aura sh- shaping, you see the electricity sparkling sparking around Davin's spells when he when he casts them. You see uh, the the glowing yellowish white off of Joxer's arms when he's punching. You see the sun-like beam come from the hammer of Sofran as he swings and attacks like he did these spiders. And you see these similar flashes of any magic you've ever seen swirling inside this orb. He takes his hand and he looks you in the eyes, his golden eyes turning black and empty and his face just turning from this soft, kind face to a frown and almost a scowl and his hand squeezes and that orb breaks and when it breaks everything turns dark around you and you hear the voice again the familiar voice and it says, we can stop it I know we can we have to stop what? Make a wisdom saving throw.
2: 12 plus 9. That's a lot. 21.
1: So you suddenly start to feel, after you ask that question, you start to feel like you're going to pass out, like you can't, you can't withstand this dream anymore, and you're about to leave it, but you will yourself back into it. You will yourself back into whatever you're experiencing, this vision or dream or whatever it is, and almost as if forced to answer, the voice repeats or comes back and says, oh, well, of course, what we just witnessed, that's complete, complete devastation of of all, all of it. That's what we saw. And it begins to pull you away again. Uh,
2: I want to try to resist.
1: Make another wisdom saving throw. This one more difficult. But not a twenty-one difficult.
2: Mm-hmm. Eighteen plus nine.
1: Man, you are willing, willing I'm now this. I'm rolling. <laughs> so you, those you... are some Gwyn rolls, honestly. Yeah, I like. know, man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it only so you sucks start when I'm to, fighting.
1: <laughs> you start to see this tunnel vision, you know, begin to form, and in, in front of you, as you begin to leave, almost like you're you're being sucked away from this this vision that you've been having and the the speck of light opens up in the middle of it again, and you get this dual feeling of being pulled away and forcing yourself back in, and it's it's disorienting almost. And so when the voice comes back, do you have another question?
2: No, I'm immediately going to turn into a wolf, or I'm going to try to, and try to run faster.
1: Okay, you turn into a wolf and you run towards that light? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so you turn into a wolf, you begin to run towards that light. You run... For what seems to be all night long. You're running as fast as you can. The light is growing and getting bigger, but it it seems to never surround you completely until finally you hit it. And when you hit it, it's like you've gone into something. It, like this behind you, almost as you've pierced through some veil or some some gelatin of some sort. And you go inside. <laughs> And when you do, my way suddenly, way <laughs> you suddenly lose complete control of the shape you're in. And oh. you start running as a wolf, as a giraffe, as an ape. <laughs> then you're a horse. <laughs> and then you switch back to switch into a lion. And then you suddenly are flying as a giant eagle. And you go back and forth, back and forth. And, you're, and then you're Gwyn again, trying to run and keep up and starting to stumble. But just before you hit the ground, you become a crow and you fly up into the air. Make another wisdom saving throw.
2: Two plus nine. <laughs> Eleven.
1: Finally, your form shifts back to Gwendolyn. And when it does, this, this sense of this this sense of fear washes over you. This you look around and you you slow down your running and flying and everything but swimming that you were doing. And you look around and you don't know where you are you see golden fields of farmland of wheat it's gold the sky is gold everything is golden and then like black ink being poured in the sky it begins to melt to blackness just pouring down over the top of it and you fight to crawl back and then you fight to 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 get yourself out and you hear in your mind, just as the blackness washes over, here, over you, you, you hear that voice in the back of your mind say, We've, we're going to lose all control. All control will be lost. And that's when you fall out of this vision, but you don't wake up. Continue to sleep. Okay. Just a, a lack of any kind of conscious uh, understanding of anything. You're just sleeping now oof Joxer, how the brewing go yeah so i didn't get any
3: like anything extra but i did get like a very stout drink something that would okay. give like a you know a good four hours of of uh kind of deep drunk effect
1: <laughs> like four hours okay yeah yeah so, yeah so. got it okay so everyone sleeps Joxer, how long do you spend down in the brew hole i probably spend you know two or
3: between 2 and 3 hours um okay. and uh, after that i'd assume that i'd i'd walk up and then i'd pull out my little my little tome and just start kind of jotting notes and and just uh reviewing that that scroll that we had before that i'm still trying to trying to understand and and just watch everything while everybody's trying to uh stay calm or you know sleep through the events and you know the darkness that we have now
1: yeah. All right. So as you begin, you you're up at the up there looking around, uh, kind of keeping watch a little bit. The night kind of passes slowly, but it passes. It's really difficult. Um, it's it's really strange because of the the quiet. There's there, you know, you don't hear crickets, you don't hear birds, you don't hear any of that stuff like you'd normally do at night. But you also don't see or hear anything that would feel like you're in any danger. Uh, so. The morning comes later again than you would have thought. It seems like it was morning a little bit ago, but it took a while for light to really penetrate the black swirling clouds above you. And yeah, it is now pretty obviously morning. Carmen wakes up before you even kind of go to get him and just kind of sits up, puts his dagger back in his belt, pulls out a little handful of some sort of grain or something and just starts munching on it. Amen. What? What do you think of this place at this point? I, you know, I hadn't thought about it too much, but uh, I did after last night, after fighting that weird plant creature and then fighting these spiders. I, I feel like I, I feel like, first of all, pretty obviously, don't like it here. <laughs> but I don't think yeah. that's—I think that goes without saying. I feel like this is almost like not a real place don't know i'm not speaking from knowledge i'm speaking from just impression it's like this feels more like a memory of somewhere than an actual place does that make any sense to you absolutely it i
3: mean it it definitely has that kind of ethereal and i mean uh, with the spirits and everybody not existing but then i'm just confused by i mean we're we're seeing history but we're we're still interacting with creatures, and, and I just don't, I don't understand how that can be. It, it definitely, it's two realms
1: in one, or two, two time frames in one. You know, I overheard you all talking, was it yesterday, the day before? It's running together. Every day feels like a week or two weeks to me. But I was overhearing you discuss, what if we're all dead? You asked me what I remember of washing up what happened how I how I ended up on shore and that empty memory that lack of understanding has haunted me since that discussion what if we yeah. aren't anymore
3: I I I I continued to have similar fears but I don't I don't i guess i i don't feel like this would be my punishment or our punishment this 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 doesn't feel like a a a world beyond our world and i and maybe i mean maybe we're under a spell or or maybe maybe we did get transported to a different spot maybe the other side of the the river was was, was honestly just the other side. There, there's, there's something like a, an actual, I don't know, door that's, that's beyond the world
1: that we, we would understand. That's what I'm hoping, honestly. I, I don't know that I've ever believed there's somewhere you go when you die. I, I've never believed that there was justice of any kind. You just kind of take what you can while you can. And if you need justice, you have to get it for yourself you know but
3: that i w- i was always taught that there's a balance and and whether whether there's a you know a good and bad after after life i've i've never really had too much of an opinion beyond that but i i know that i always wanted to you know live in a way that uh, that i felt that i brought some good to that balance i i don't feel like there's a continuance in life after death as me, I I feel if anything it would be continuing in a different different form of life or a different different being altogether, so I, I just I just can't I can't fathom that this would
1: be, I guess the afterlife. I, I hope it isn't. <laughs> I, I hope that wandering and and still seeking the same thing as you sought in life, after you've left your life. I, I I hope that is not the reality of the afterlife. Otherwise, it is torture for anyone who experiences it. I'm. That's that's true. I'm just hoping to find the end of this place. If we keep we keep on trudging in the same direction, we'll eventually get to where this ends. We have to. I, surely, this isn't everything. Now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, as long as I can still provide brew and
3: hey. You know, we, we have some spices and uh, potential for more food. So
1: it's better than true. it was. That's true. Things have improved a little. Just finding this community here. It seems like it was probably a nice place before whatever this is. And maybe that's what this is. Maybe this is the same thing it was. Maybe it was in our world and this has happened to it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, just, just interesting. It is. Well, I guess
3: we should, we should wake everybody else up. Yes. Lazy, lazy kids it's over It's too there. early
1: for this kind of conversation anyway. <laughs> and he walks over to Kriggs. And if you're taking you sleep through your guys' talking, you're just not paying attention. Good point. Sorry, I guess. That's quite all right. <laughs> what he said. Ash, you're still asleep. Make a constitution saving throw.
2: 17 plus 4. 21.
1: You have the equivalent of a hangover, but you're waking up.
2: You She's know, probably just laying there with her eyes open. Okay. Groggy like.
1: You know, Carmen, you.
0: before before all of this happened with me and and nature and, and back when I served or was in servitude and I guess if you want to call it that, to Helm and the and, and the gods, it was believed that when a soldier or a I guess a believer of Helm perished, either in battle or just living in a normal life, that they would have some some stance within the house and, and the hall of the gods. They would live somewhat amongst the celestials. And death is a funny thing. I never know, I don't believe I ever truly believed that when I expired, that I would find myself dining and laughing with the gods themselves. But I definitely don't think this is... And what I would ever imagine an afterlife
1: would be. Yes, I if I believed that the unjust got what they deserved, that I might would believe this is something for the uh, afterlife, but I wouldn't expect to see you all here if that was the case, to be honest with you.
0: And <laughs> don't take us wrong, we've all probably definitely done enough worth punishing for, but I don't know, I, I, I can't allow myself to believe this is it. I, I know we ran into. I, I just kind of pause in a very sad reverence. I know we ran into the battalion of, or not a battalion, the scouting party of, of dwarves, and that has sat with me ever since. I, I truly believe Helm and whatever celestials I prayed to for so long has truly abandoned them, wholly abandoned them. But this isn't. This isn't the end for them. They they'll find peace, and even if that means we bring it to them.
1: Well, if that's what uh, we're here to do, then I'm I'm all for it, definitely. What well, what are we doing? Well, I suppose there's still plenty of city to explore.
0: We uh we get to choose uh what two directions? Um,
3: we have a diamond, and uh, oh, let me see that map again. What was it? It looks like maybe a pumpkin
4: or an apple or something.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I think, uh, so So uh, I think
0: uh, we were leaning towards Diamond last we spoke.
3: I
4: mean,
0: of the two, that's the one I would go toward. I have a vested interest in Diamond.
2: Gwendolyn starts to get up. She kind of, I don't know how to put it, she she kind of looks like an old woman trying to stand up. And What are you guys talking about? We're
4: just looking for a plan for the morning. When I
3: are you okay?
2: I, oh, I'm fine. And she tries like, put her, 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 kind of stand up straight, but it kind of hurts because of how she slept. Because she there, there was a big rock where she was, and it was in the middle of her back all night. I, I, I've, I've been better, but I, I agree we should visit any of the villages. Really, I, I would like to visit all. So, so Diamond is first. It looks like it's the
3: closest, so at least we could, we could make a quick trip that direction and then decide if, uh, I guess, we just continue in the, the big circle. Plus, right. it's
4: south, right? And south means it's going downhill, I think.
0: Is that how that works? Or, or... I mean,
4: that might. I, I don't I'm not good
3: with geography, I'm, but... Uh, I, I don't remember going up a hill. I mean, were we going up a hill? I mean, uh, we could also kind of try to scout both directions. Do, do we split the party?
0: Not after last
3: night. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good decision. What well, else out?
2: Um, as people are discussing and we're almost about to leave, Gwendolyn looks at the journal where she was drawing all night, and the circle um, basically became a black page with a small white circle within it. And because it looked like her dream, she rips it out, and just looking at the side of it just makes her angry. So she does. She uses produce flame and just makes little paper just kind of go up and smoke like it never existed. I and pretend to not around. notice this
0: because it's just weird, weird Gwynisms at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well. Uh,
3: and look over towards the uh, <laughs> Davin and be like, "Whoa, I'm. It's going to be another another day." Oh, um, every day is another day.
4: Let's check these I- huts, make sure we don't miss anything.
0: I have yeah, to let's... imagine it would be a little difficult to finally find what you think you've been looking for for so long, and it's kind of arm stretched out gently, so as she's not super noticing, this.
2: Gwendolyn probably turns around after he does his little gesturing. Oh, yes. Are we ready to go?
3: Um, yes, we can look at the the huts before we go. Thanks for gesturing to the ones we haven't seen. Yes. I just think... <laughs> I don't think we want to come back through here
4: again if we can avoid it, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll I'll help do a quick uh quick one through check under you know straws and around you know walls and stuff.
1: Yeah, you look around and and all each of these little hovels seem that they could have you know could have had three to five people living there with bunk bunk beds kind of on the walls and things like that there it's most of it's dilapidated the beds having been rotted away and falling down and you don't find anything it seems like most everything seems like those who left didn't take too much time to prepare to leave they didn't like pack things up to be gone and then never come back they just kind of seem to have left are there any buildings of note besides just the huts i know we are
0: focusing on the huts right now but Are there like any structures, like noteworthy
1: structures that we have seen in the distance but haven't reached yet? No, nothing you haven't reached yet. The only thing that you of the only thing like that's structure wise is the large pavilion that you went through and searched that where all the spices spice was being packaged and really just wanted to to
0: make sure there wasn't like, oh hey, there's a giant temple you guys didn't notice.
1: Doesn't seem like that's a thing. Nope, not here.
2: All right, cool. I have a question. Yeah um can my all-purpose tool that i got the little gem uh-huh can i turn it into a telescope
1: yes yes you can <laughs>
4: i Ooh. like the way that your brain racked for a minute like can I...
1: yes
2: <laughs> okay yeah. i'm not going to do that now but gwen's going to be considering it as i'm going to
1: say any any pretty much anything you want to do you get plus one on the roll if you use that and it becomes the tool you need it to become so
2: oh my gosh
1: it's just vague enough to say telescope might be the option
0: You know, when you need a screwdriver that one time and you chose telescope instead.
1: (laughs) I don't think it stays that it's every time you approach a situation.
0: Oh, That's cool.
2: (laughs) So what if I approach two situations in a day? I can use it two times. Just depends on the role.
1: Um, I got to look at the stats for it.
2: I want cool items. Better get good. Give me cool items, daddy.
1: <laughs> Please don't call me that I am kind of porting <laughs> a lot of things. Do we need to
4: split does anybody want to carry this bag uh, instead of me, or is it fine? you can put as much stuff as you want in it seems fine
0: i i'm I'm one for enjoying lots of f- fine fabrics and peppercorns and whatever else i'll t- you know I'll take that.
4: yeah, maybe it'll be better with you uh, i I don't really put anything in it so you can you can have it.
0: It's interesting. Uh, what, uh, what's, this is interesting. Thank you.
4: I something tells me you should keep like the portable hole out of there. I wouldn't put that
3: in there. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, you, you, um, specifically, this type of magic does not mix with that type of magic. Don't,
0: um, don't, and it just don't seems like, near. it seems like an unlimited space if you did that, honestly, which should be a great idea.
2: I think so too. M- makes sense.
0: Don't get near my brew hole. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that.
4: <laughs> in fact, to be safe. We should probably leave the little pouches away from it as well. You know, you never. Just to be safe. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah. I mean, I've already been in and out. I, I they're they're very different. They're, that's more kind of portal portals.
2: Uh. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Criggs. Yes. I I feel like I should tell you. I knew a, or I knew a, of a man who hates so much pe- peppercorn, he sneezed until he the day he d- died. Oh, that so, sounds like uh, a terrible
0: I, existence.
2: I, I would suggest not eating p- peppercorn on everything.
0: I, I thank you, That I, I don't I, believe her I, at I, all. The man
2: d- died of s- sneezing, and she kind of walks away.
0: <laughs> I it. I put the peppercorns in the bag and look at the bag kind of with a side eye like. Okay. I'm gonna have to try and resist these for a bit.
4: I did put the, man- the potatoes and turnips in there. <laughs> Ooh.
0: I find them and I snack on them. <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs> I like that amazement.
3: Well, I, I think uh I think we're clear here. We can we can move on and uh maybe maybe we'll find some you know, diamonds, I guess.
4: Or a pearl. If you guys find a pearl, let me know. So bougie. Oh, <laughs> You're probably wearing pants, too. Um.
2: (laughs) Uh, Are you to make a necklace out of it?
4: Uh, No, I've I've got a spell idea I think I could use it for.
2: Uh Oh, and she kind of just keeps walking.
4: (laughs) She doesn't really care. She's like, oh, okay, whatever.
2: Yeah, she's she's still thinking about that dream. She's trying to act normal, but she's too preoccupied.
1: All right. All right, so you guys continue you guys begin walking there is a bit of a pathway uh, that kind of leads oh. out of where you out of the town you're currently in the little village oh. it is taking you 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 kind of came in from the the northwest or northeast and this one's taking you down southeast a little bit as you continue to walk that direction and you uh you begin you just walk down there the 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 pathway is again it's pretty wide as you exit and there you pass two more statues kind of at the exit of this that look just like the ones that you had passed coming into this village they are one of them is a little more dilapidated than the other the head and one of the arms is off but as you continue to walk past those the the road eventually the little pathway eventually narrows to where you are now it's kind of hard to find the trail. It's a little more difficult than it was earlier, as this seems to be a little more overgrown and messed up from the, from the, the goo and guck that now is, is all over uh, the ground here. So I need somebody to make a survival check for me.
2: Not it. I might be able to. I believe you. you might me. Oh yes. Please let me do this. Oh yes. 18 plus 9. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So you're able to keep track of of little kind of shades of trail and and like little bits of trail here and there that you didn't that the others really are having trouble seeing. They're just kind of trusting you blindly. Carmen is even staying nearby. He he's saying, you know, he's having trouble, it seems, even finding. Uh, the trail sometimes. And so he's staying nearby, keeping with her, where you guys are even able to see him most of the time as as he walks and, and stays kind of closer to the group than he has in the past. Um, you continue forward. I need somebody to roll a D100 for me as you continue to walk this direction. Not it. I can do it.
2: Not I.
1: I have to find... Okay. That is a 79... 79. All right, so you walk for a while, close to an hour as you are heading staying pretty true, pretty close to the trail that every now and then Gwen says has to no, 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 over here, over here because you guys have wandered off a little bit. But you're you're staying on it until you come up on a section where this fog that is above you has has kind of sunken and fallen down and is covering everything in front of you that you can see and as you look it's, it's like a wall of black mist or fog in front of you billowing even stronger right at like head height for you and you know you've been in this kind of before as it swirls in front of your eyes almost Almost like it's alive, waiting for you. Mage what Armor. What do you guys want to do? Mage Armor? Okay. I, too, will cast Mage Armor. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, shocker.
0: <laughs> I cast blade Armor.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Read that one for me.
0: It says I, I win the game.
2: It's over. <laughs> we won. I win D&D. It's over.
1: <laughs> you had that spell this whole time?
2: <laughs> I wanted really to make you work for time. it. I guess so. <laughs> I'm going to turn into a bear.
0: Ooh. Okay. I'm going to just stand there and be like, "What's up?"
1: She could barely handle all this.
2: Can I turn into a polar bear or do I have to have seen one? What if I read about them?
1: Make a history check.
2: Okay. I read about them in
1: DC 18.
2: Sir. <laughs> Sir <Loris's laughs> Ice Caps of the North.
1: Oh, I love that Fuck. DC fifteen. <laughs> the name of the book gave you minus three to your DC.
2: E, and what was it, history? Yeah. Um, eight, nine, ten—only ten.
1: Only ten. Oh. Listen, kids, do cool stuff mm. in D and D,
0: and sometimes your DM will give you nice little gifties. But you ruin it whenever you roll bad dice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she wasted They're them all true. in her dream. That was She's all the okay. chapter. Apparently, I
2: turned into an albino brown bear. <laughs> i didn't get the eyes quite right so they're kind of red that's what the description
1: basically was to her i love it that's good so yeah she basically turns into uh this bear that uh joxer will you make a history check for me i will i will make (laughs) this history check uh (laughs)
3: all right all right all right that's an 11 minus one so there's a 10
1: okay so you look at her and you think, holy crap, she's a polar bear. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as she casts what she remembers a polar bear to look like. And uh, yeah, so you've got a bear, you've got two mage armored spellcasters and, and, a, and a Dwarven Sofren. me and Sofren chilling out. What, uh, what are you going to do now as you are all prepped, it seems? Does this wall
4: seem to kind of go on in either direction for a certain amount of time? Like is it like certain size or is it just it as far as it kind of I disappears
1: into the trees as you look to the right and the left.
2: I'm looking up facts about bears. Hang on. <laughs> oh,
3: okay, okay. Important <laughs> stuff. Uh, Polar yeah, bears so... cover their nose whenever they're hunting. I'll make sure spell slots is kind of hidden at the the base of my neck, kinda gripped around. Um and do, 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 do. So it just looks like a big black wall in front of us of, you know, like we could just run through it and choke and, you know, have issues running through and probably get attacked and stuff. Does it
4: remind uh, me of the thing that attacked us near the riverside?
1: Uh, Not necessarily. It, it reminds you more of just, it just is just like the clouds that have been swirling above you. It's, it doesn't look like a creature of any kind. It's just this wall of this wall of, the same kind of fog. It just has the same kind of flowing, swirling bit to it.
3: Well, so I'm Craig's- gonna, I'm gonna let everybody know and like wrap my head like with, uh, with uh, my shawl so that I, you know, cover my mouth just for a little bit of breathing. Okay, Craig's. You flew up into this stuff yesterday or
4: two days ago, whatever that was. Was it fine? Did you have any issues?
0: Wasn't great. It, uh, it never seemed to never seemed to end at least i never found i never found the other side and it was turbulent at, at best it it resisted every attempt i took trying to fly through
3: uh, do we see any like th- does it continue upward forever or is it just like thick head and lower it
1: it seems to uh it seems to go up Forever too, yes. Uh, it okay. may seem like it maybe thins out a little bit when it gets real high up, but it could just be the distance and the mm-hmm. more closeness to the bright sky. You don't know for sure.
3: So did did you have problems So you're you're saying you had problems going up, but did you
0: also have problems coming back? Uh, how how dense was it? I don't know that I would call it dense as much as I would just call it oppressive. It it felt like it actively resisted me it felt like it fought against every attempt i took at reaching a higher level coming down didn't seem so much an issue it's it's it felt like that's what it wanted almost if that's even possible i've i've never flown in, in an oppressive wind quite quite like that
3: well are we just going to walk through and see what happens maybe maybe it'd be best if maybe one person i i could i could tie a rope to me and you guys could Hold on. I, I just don't know.
2: What
1: you want to rope? I, I feel... <laughs> I mean, let's...
2: <laughs> While they're talking about rope, uh, I'm just going to try to stand up and put my, like, paw against the wall and see what happens. Not go through, but...
1: It just, just kind of swirls like normal. It doesn't seem to have any change or effect when you do that.
2: Then I take my paw and I kind of just do this, like, as if I'm waving at the queen but I'm twisting it, making little <laughs> hand spells to see what it does.
1: It's, the resistance?
2: It's,
1: no. Does it feel it just like It feels anything? like you would expect fog to feel.
2: Oh. Well,
0: I'm probably the most guarded and very likely the lightest of all of us, despite, you know, a bit of a portliness, and I slap my belly. Uh, <laughs> if you wanted to tie me off to a rope, I can at least guide or go first. I don't. We're Gwendolyn, here now.
2: While he's talking, Gwendolyn sits back down and goes and sits next to Craig's as if wanting him to sit on him on her.
0: <laughs> Got it.
1: A bear. As a bear. Yeah. As a
2: bear. Are
0: you like, are you doing like the nose nuzzle thing or are you like leaning down and like, like you would.
2: I kind, I kind of push you with my face. Like, I, I just push you from the front, and then I just lay down. Uh, I'm,
0: I'm going to assume... Okay. Nod <laughs> nod if you are saying you want to go forward.
2: While she's sitting there, because she's about the same height as him, she nudges him again.
0: All right, I'm assuming that's consent. And, I, and I she try nudges
2: to, him again. <laughs> try
0: to climb on her back, I guess. Okay. Tell me if I'm gripping the fur too tight. And I just grab a hold of, like, the scruff of the back
2: of this bear. All right. And then Gwen just kind of goes, I don't know how to do it. I can't do a bear growl. Just goes, Perfect.
1: That was was the best bow growl growl I've ever heard. Bow Bow growl. growl. That was the best bear (laughs) growls I ever heard. That was (laughs) a big bear growls. (laughs) Wonderful bear growls. (laughs) Um, Awesome. And so...
2: If they want to do the rope technique, that's totally fine. I just... Didn't want him to go alone ahead. I think
1: we just walk through. What's the worst that's gonna happen? We all die again.
0: Davin dies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Davin immediately dies. (laughs) Cool. So, right. Begin to walk in, and and uh, ride in.
4: I'll I'll go in right behind the bear. I'll wait. Okay. And I say wait, like I mean, like ten seconds after they disappear, I'll go in.
2: Start walking in.
1: All right. So, Bear Gwyn walks in with. Suffering on her back. Joxer, do you follow the bear or, or follow Davin? I think I'll follow Davin. Okay, hey, Davin heads in. Joxer heads in right behind him. It is dark. It is. You, it was dark already. It's, all, it's been dark. You guys are, are used to darkness at this point, but as you walk into this fog, you can't hardly see your hands unless you put them six inches in front of your face. And, and I do
0: that, but I push it forward and try to use my hand light as a beacon.
1: Awesome. And it does illuminate Uh-oh. a section of uh, an aura of mist right around your hand. And it seems to actually kind of repel the mist a little. It swirls away from your hand as that light exudes from the front of your hand. And uh, so it kind of you know pushes itself away a little bit. And uh, But other than that, it's just swirling around all of you. And you it, continue uh, to walk through it. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, if, if it if it is dark and like seems like it's moving around, then I'll I will try to cast a a touch on probably my sword or something to just kind of yeah. so that will give like a. But if the moment <laughs> the moment it looks like it's gonna
1: you know block uh, our vision, I'll disperse it. Yeah. So you cast light on your sword. Yeah,
3: so and, I'd be behind uh Davin, so kind of middle of the group at that point. And so twenty foot of yeah. light and then twenty foot
1: of dim light. As it shines, it, it lights up and shines, and all your eyes kind of get a little bit a little bit uh tired immediately, and you react a little bit and, and it shines and and but then it's it's still though faded to only really push light out to about you know 12 11 feet it's it's not it's not quite going the distance that it should or you would expect it or that it has when you've used it in the past but it is giving you guys a little bit more light it's not really i don't know that it's making it a lot easier to see not making it harder it's just definitely within that 10 to 12 feet you can see each other better you can see kind of you know, what you're stepping on, what's, what's right there next to you. It's a, it's a little better. Hopefully it doesn't bother you all. It doesn't bother me, no. It's a little like the bathroom light when you have been sleeping. Kind of feels like that. Gwen, we're following you. I hope you know what you're doing.
2: She does the big bear growl. Just <laughs> a,
1: bad. Your... That's such a bad
2: growl. <laughs> I know.
1: Do you have bear stats?
2: Uh, yeah, let me pull them up. I was prepared to be a bear without looking at a Actually,
1: the with survival, I think you get to just make that as Gwyn.
0: Cool. Writing uh, on the back of this bear, I kind of lean forward and quietly whisper, Thank you for making me not have to do that alone. And then I have to sit
2: back. <laughs> so, you need me to roll a survival check?
1: Yes, please. Yes, please.
2: Brown bear. Blown, blown. Oh, snap. Have um, we ever discussed
0: the social normities behind uh, petting
2: druids and bear form?
4: I don't think it's come up now. No, okay. I'm just checking.
1: <laughs> oh. That's funny.
2: Um, for survival with Gwen's stats, it's 19 plus 9.
1: Okay. So, yeah, she, as she starts to look and she sees, you, you can keep track of the trail still. You're down close enough. But I need everyone to make a charisma saving throw.
2: Shoot! Oh, snap. First roll for me. Oh, no. Watch roll one. This one's... Uh, I passed. Ten. <laughs>
3: Thirteen. Um, I'm going to use a luck die, because uh, three's not going to do it. Don't worry 13. about it. I passed.
1: What'd you roll? I passed. Uh-huh. I rolled a an Eighteen. Then you passed. Eighteen. Nineteen. Davin? Thirteen. Thirteen. Gwyn? Ten. All right, I need you both to roll D one hundred for me. Another D one hundred.
2: Are you making us high. roll these big
4: dice?
2: Eighty six for Devin. Eight for me. Whoa! Oh,
1: out of hundred, you gold eight. Yeah. Bad choice. Bad choice. Just kidding. Uh oh. Oh wow! Oh, it is. No. You. Don't say that. Had, in bear form.
2: A what in bear form?
1: You, I said. Suddenly, you drop to the ground. Gwyn falls immediately to the ground, breathing, eyes open, starting to <gasps> as a bear, and then the, her form, her form breaks, comes down out of bear form, back into Gwendolyn form, and she's completely paralyzed. Roll a d10 for me, Gwendolyn. I guess that answers the question: Does a bear troop in the woods? Davin, seeing that, wow. you open your mouth to say those words. You said you rolled an 89? 86. 86. You open your <laughs> mouth to say those words, and you're ready to crack a joke, and you just look, and you freeze, and you stare, and you can't. You don't fall, but you, you just you can't move. Roll a d10. That's
2: what you get mm. for doing some smart butt jokes. <laughs> um, I rolled an eight.
1: Okay. I too rolled an eight. What a okay. copycat. Wow. <laughs> so Davin stands there stunned. Gwendolyn lays on the ground paralyzed as this scorching pain shoots through their minds. And they, be- they both begin to see just images that bring back the worst memories, the worst nightmares, the fear. Davin, as he looks at Gwendolyn... He sees her writhing on the floor in agony and all he wants to do is go help and do something but it's stunning him to do nothing. Gwendolyn is laying on the floor. She sees the the black tunnel like she's inside of it trying to run towards the light, trying to will yourself into a faster shape, not able to change your your biological makeup with magic anymore. But in reality, you just lay completely still and paralyzed, and Davin stands completely stunned. Joxer and Soffron, you are watching this happen for a good solid minute before you even could react. Because of my proximity,
0: I definitely fall. Yeah. I I fell to my knees and, and what I could in that second, I uh tried like, pulling Gwen back to where her, she was at least facing upwards and kind of holding her there in on, my, like, knees. Basically, the position you do whenever someone has, like, fallen backwards, I'm holding her there while I'm sitting on my knees, just making sure she doesn't, like, perish somehow.
2: Knees, weak arms.
0: Yeah, you...
1: As, as you hold her, and kind of hold her there w- w- in your arms looking at her, You you see her eyes are wide open. Un- unblinking wide open eyes as she stares at you a- and it's it's eerie almost creepy as her pupils don't dilate or change as Joxer approaches with a light and and her nothing nothing seems to shift or change in her face or her eyes or anything as she just stares like she's looking at something and makes no sound davin stands completely stunned do you do anything else I, mm. or Joxer, you know, do you do anything?
2: This is just like the weasel incident. Once I finally become an animal, I'm unanimaled again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying the to, weasel I'm incident. Trying to think I see
2: the trend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the dice man I'm telling you.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, I just don't know if there's there's a lot at this point that I'd be able to do. I mean, I'd I'd probably try to. I guess maybe a m- medicine check to try to like deal with some kind of nerve or try to yeah. break her
1: out of it. Make a roll. Uh, make, yeah, make a. Um, that is a. What is the <sighs> role for a medicine check? It's a medicine. You get medicine. Literally just medicine <laughs> check. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, yeah. there was some other. That's
0: funny.
3: Okay, that's a 15.
0: I'm sitting here looking okay. at my spell list, questioning some of my choices at this point.
1: You remember seeing Gwendolyn get paralyzed by those spiders this is the exact same thing she's just paralyzed right now there's no way to really know how long it's going to last but you definitely though know you shook something off in your mind as you guys got deeper into this mist and you're just you're thinking maybe she couldn't shake that off we
3: we we need to make a decision it's either we move as fast as we can the other direction or we leave and try to walk around this
0: there, there is no around. It's all around us.
3: I, I know, but I mean, it's, it's all or nothing. So I can, I can grab one, you can grab the other, and
1: we, we go. Let's go. Is Carmen with us? He is, and oh, I didn't make a check for him, but I need to. Thank you for reminding me. I get so into doing stuff with you guys. I can make that check. Right now, it was a Charisma. He only gets a plus one. Oh, no. And he is also having to roll a D100. Uh, Oops. He rolls a 33. He turns. At the same time they drop, he turns and he starts sprinting back out of this fog, trying to get out of it as he runs away from you, and he actually does what his first instinct is, as he darts away, and with a 29 stealth, he vanishes.
0: Oh, wonderful. What?
1: Shoxer. <clears throat> um, and he rolled an 8 on the d10, just two. so we're clear. <laughs> Three eights on the d10. Can we get them into a brew hole? Lighten our load, try to get through
0: this as fast as we can. Yes.
3: Yes. We, we can do that.
0: Quick um, as we can if 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 possible. I don't think we should stay here as as as, lo- as any longer than we need.
3: Yeah. Lay lay it down, um and help hoist them into it. And uh I'll tell uh I if if I drop, then then remember that you just pull
0: it tight here and it's it'll open up and then Look. You understand how this works better than I do. You're probably the best at saving us at this point. I, I need to stay with them. I can heal them if they need. I'm gonna cast fine steed, and you're going to see. Hopefully, is that gonna work? Where we're at.
1: T- keep telling me what you want to do.
0: I'm gonna cast divine. I'm gonna cast fine steed and summon that that spirit like spectral steed of the great elk that i i have called before um i'm basically just going to to you're going to see me grasp like the the palm of my hand i'm going to i'm going to make a fist tightly and i'm going to just raise my hand up and it'll be kind of like a beacon of light um that just goes up like 10 feet and and creates almost like a dome effect. Like I'm trying to draw a spirit to me from wherever, if it can possibly see me here. And I'm going to attempt to, to to cast divine, uh, fine steed and, and, and call that spectral great elk to
1: this location. All right. So you begin to cast that spell, the, the radiant kind of energy of your spell seeming to create a buffer between you and this mist as you cast your spell, but then it dissolves as and the mist encroaches back upon you as you end the spell but sure enough your mount appears just behind you walking up like in Assassin's Creed when you blow, when you whistle and your horse comes from nowhere <clears throat> there it is just ready for you to to ride uh, i'm going to approach him and just be
0: like you you can <laughs> we need you now please and I'm going to crawl into the brew hole. I'm
3: gonna stop you for a half second. Oh, your bag. Give it to me.
0: Oh. I I give you the bag with oh, a geez. sheepish look on my face, like oops.
3: <laughs> I'll uh, take that and
1: uh we almost ended a world. Can I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
3: I have a well,
1: well, whole new campaign.
4: <laughs> uh Michael, because I have the improved mage hand, I can cast the spell without needing any verbal or semantic. Components, can I cast that in the state that I'm in?
1: I'm gonna say, is it an action?
4: Uh, yes, it's one or action.
1: bonus. Yeah, because stunned just removes any actions or bonus actions. Okay, right. So if you were like muted or deaf or blind or something, that'd be different. But I'm gonna say to try since... to cheese the system. No, that's good. I mean, paralyzed may would even work, but stunned is literally like you can't even get your mind to process the idea of casting that spell. That makes sense. Okay, so you you jump
3: in. I yeah, I'm, I'm I, crawling in. I close it up. I jump on the steed and and give. Well, I appreciate this, and I feel like I have one one drink that I can do and see if it gives me charisma if I roll
0: a <laughs> In the brew hole, I basically am just between both Davin and Gwyn that are in stunned states and uh-huh. just kind of waiting to cast or um, basically if I need to do whatever I need to do, heal them, if I need to pop my wings and try to force my way out of this place, I whatever I need to do, I'm just fully at the ready, entirely anxious, but ready. Okay.
3: Yeah, so I, I legit rolled the six, so I get a Oh, nice. Plus one to charisma. To charisma. So. All right. And
1: so you guys, you're gonna mount the steed. Yeah, mount it and just haul. Okay, I need you to make a survival check for me. Okay, that's not that's not the that's not the roll. <laughs> I know, but you got to figure out which direction you're gonna start riding after Phew. all this all right, chaos. So that,
3: all right. So it's a
1: thirteen. Okay. So you you look and just take a hot second with the light from your sword still illuminating a little bit right near you. And you look down and you see a little bit where there looks to be some patted down dirt and grass, like dead dilapidated grass having grown there and then being destroyed by this, you know, goo. But you find what, what the remains of what probably was once a trail and you just take off that direction. And as you take off in that direction, I need you to make one another charisma saving throw.
3: And that's a nope. That's a luck die. And that's a
1: 19 plus four. So 23. All right. So you continue to ride through. You feel this encroaching mist. You start to think about, oh, we should go back. I can't do this. I got to get. No, I'm fine. This is fine. And you just keep riding. And as you ride and eventually you begin, uh, you 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 feel it getting darker and darker and after just a few minutes Kriggs about four minutes into this ride Davin suddenly comes out of his stun Gwendolyn she starts to move and uh, uh, what's going on and that's where we're going to end the episode Woo! oh man it's only one, one die left <laughs> it was eight minutes of those, if those things happening so, by the way that's what the eight was Eight eight minutes of
4: Carmen running the other direction away from us.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episodic installment of The Hired Swords. I'm really sorry that our release schedule has been so bad, but we're going to get better about that. If you want to check us out, you can find us at The Hired Swords on all socials and, uh, Thank you so much for listening again.